Greetings and salutations. <laughs> this is a D&D podcast now. Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am your co-host, Jessica Delal. With me, as always, is almost birthday girl, Alicia Tobin. Uh, Hi. You are, okay, let's see. It's 7.14 p.m. right now. That's mm-hmm. only a few short hours until your birthday. I guess, eh? I just really don't care anymore. Yeah, me neither. They get like, it's not even like an age thing. It's like a pandemic thing. Yeah. Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Last year was recovering from uh, tonsillectomy for my birthday. And I was like, this is perfect. (laughs) Like, absolutely no way I could plan anything. It gets me off the hook for any sort of anything. It rocked. Well, speaking of perfection, should we introduce our guest? <laughs> yes. Oh, I- no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. This is her first time on the podcast. She's a musician. She's a streamer. She's the technical <laughs> director of the Sunday service. It's Emma Wong. Hello. Hi, Emma. Hi. Hi. Thanks. Thanks. Such a nice introduction. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of perfection... It was funny, on our last episode, right before we introduced the guest, Alicia said, speaking of jokes, and it was funny because (laughs) we were having a comedian on the show, but I was also like, this could be like, this person's a joke. You're a joke to me. I loved it. (laughs) It's also not how it was intended, so that's just how it works out. Um, Today is Tuesday. Starting last Tuesday until Sunday, I was having some bad asthma times related to heat and bad air quality. And I don't know if this is a thing, but like my burps didn't sound right. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Write it in your health journal. They just didn't like, I don't know. Asthma is all about like the closing up of your airways and there's like too much mucus and stuff. It just didn't resonate in the same sort of like triumphant impressive way and then once I started feeling better my burps came back and I was just like (laughs) it's happening I'm back I feel good instead of the air quality index that I google every morning I should just send you a text message and ask for a burp and have some sort of rating system yeah and depending on how much reverb there is on my burp Mm -hmm. you're like okay depends whether or not I'll open my windows that day is it going to be a good day or not yeah 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 how have you been doing in this heat Emma I've been doing okay. Um, It's not too hot in my apartment, and we have these uh, Arctic air. Like, you put a little, um, like, the scene scene on TV. Yeah, you put an ice pack in, and then it blows the, like, cold air for about 30 seconds until it melts. (laughs) (laughs) But it feels good. That's a glorious 30 seconds, though. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just learned that there's, like, a fan that you can put on a bucket of cold water or just water and it sort of like sprays air out of like a tube through the fan and I was like do I need this (laughs) no does it get everything wet (laughs) well yeah that's the thing like there's so much yeah there's a lot of unknowns there there's a lot of electronic stuff in our apartment I don't really Mm -hmm. have and paper yeah and like Vancouver is just a moldy city to begin with I don't need to add more humidity into here it's yeah it's a constant battle For the listener, Emma's background behind her (laughs) computer is like... A scene from Twilight. (laughs) It's so scary. (laughs) It's like a a misty woods, Mm -hmm. like in in winter or something. It's like trees without very many leaves on them. Yeah, it's a... I don't know. (laughs) 
Is it like an, is it real or is it like a, a JPEG? It's real. I'm outside in the woods. Okay. (laughs) You're a wilderness person. I think it's like an illustration. Okay. Yeah. Is it wallpaper? No, it's a like a tapestry. Oh, that's ah, cool. I didn't anticipate that movement. You, you used to have like a like a tapestry <laughs> that had a little monkey in it, yeah. and then it became like woodsy. And every time I see it, it seems like you're sort of like uh, you're in some like cool witchy. I don't know. It looks like it's refreshing wherever you are because I'm like, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, the monkey tapestry is actually just to my to my left. I imagine you just live in a cool geodesic dome where it's got like tapestries hanging from all walls and you can just pivot and like be in a different world. Basically. Yeah. yeah. This is like uh, f- for our listener. We've never met in real life, but like I have a rich inner like fantasy world of of what Emma's house is like. And see how it started. Yeah. Geodesic dome. Mm-hmm. Too much imagination over here. Also, did we watch all the Twilight movies? Free? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's funny to have not met in person, but also shared the experience of watching all the Twilight movies together. Because that's... Yeah. It's a saga. That's all you need to know about somebody. We watched Space Jam together. Two. Yeah. Which was life-changing for me. That's all I can say. <laughs> I don't... I still don't know what to think about it. It was... Uh, it was like a mixtape. <laughs> of a movie it felt so weird the whole like second half of that movie i just i couldn't focus my eyes are just start you're darting around looking to recognize all the warner brothers ip it's like yeah you don't really like maybe the plot is just like so flimsy that it's like you have to like focus on something and then yeah your brain just goes to like oh i know that and the fact that it's a giant basketball game full of all like background characters from all your favorite IPs, like, oh, there's the whatever Goblin King from Game of Thrones. He's like, why is what's happening? Like, it's so weird. Very hard to concentrate. I don't recommend it uh, for Alicia, who I'm guessing has not seen it. No, no. <laughs> but the first one wasn't like that, right? I don't know. I saw it a very long time ago. I feel like back then, like, there was just, like, three movies that came out every year. So you just saw all of them. Citizen Kane, The Matrix. Yeah. Space Jam. Space Jam. Those are the three best movies of all time. Yeah, I agree. Also, Godfather 3. (laughs) Really? Is that the one with the gnocchi or is that Godfather 2? Godfather 3 is with Sofia Coppola, right? Yeah. Or she replaced Winona Ryder? Did she? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I assume they all have gnocchi in them. No, no, no. It's a specific gnocchi scene with Andy Garcia and Sofia Coppola. Where he's, uh, it's like in um, Do the Right Thing, but instead of an ice cube, it's a gnocchi. <laughs> Just like slowly rubbing kind a, of. a gnocchi down someone's body. It's quite, sexually. I mean, it's supposed to be sensual. It's really? not really, yeah. But like. Gnocchi. Is, they're not rubbing gnocchi on each other. I thought you had seen the film. <laughs> I have, but I don't remember. Is he like slurp, slurping it out of a spoon? <laughs> they're making gnocchi and he like, he holds her hand and shows her how to shape it. Oh, All right, okay. you two, let's do a round of retail nightmares. It's like, so it's like in Ghost. It's like sh- forming it's so, the It's more dough. like Ghost. It's I more mean, like Ghost. I can't believe I forgot something that was dough-based, like, in a movie, because I'm all about dough. Yeah, and I was all about Andy Garcia, so it was perfect. I mean, he's still pretty good. Yeah, he's still pretty good looking, too. I like how he shows up in movies as, like, uh, the love interest for the older woman now. <laughs> <laughs> 
like in Mamma Mia 2 and He's in Mamma Mia 2? He's also in Book Club, I believe. Ah. Excellent film Book Club. Don't I don't know what it? it's about. Book Let me Club? guess. Let me guess. Hang on. It's a murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it is four older women. Uh, okay. How decide. old? 100. It's there. Mm-hmm. There. Uh I just need to know if I need to watch it tomorrow. It's Jane Fonda, Mary oh, Steen Bergen, okay, yeah. Candace Bergen, and I can't remember the fourth one now for some reason, um, but they all have a book club and they decide that they're going to read, uh, what's that erotic book? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Really? <laughs> yeah. How do you know about this movie? I don't believe this is real. It's real. It's from 2018. <laughs> I've seen it. That's why I watch. Okay. Diane Keaton. That's the fourth one. And then they, I think they're all like single ladies or something, but the four love interests are Andy Garcia, okay. Ed Begley Jr., Craig T. Nelson, and Don Johnson. Uh. But it's weird because Don Johnson is the dad of Dakota Johnson, who is in, in 50, 50 Shades. Shades of Grey. So it's sort of like, what's happening? Well, I'm sure anyway, they all had a really good laugh about it. A really good <laughs> laugh all the way to the bank. It's a yeah, great exactly. movie. Andy Garcia is a watch pilot, it. I think. Yeah, watch it on your birthday. That's Treat yourself. I will not watch that on my birthday. I'm not going to say what I would rather do because it's too violent. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite movie, though, that you would watch on your birthday? Jessica's got some movies to share. No, not really. I just want to watch Love Island. There's no ah. new episodes. Mm. Or F-Boy Island. Is that a different show? Mm-hmm. They're two shows. They're two shows I care about right now. F Boy Island and White Lotus. I really like White Lotus. If oh, you're not watching it yet, White Lotus. I just so watched great. the episode four last night. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so dark. I love, I love Steve Zahn so much. Mm. <laughs> he like can express so much without saying anything, just with like his eyes bugging. <laughs> so great. <laughs> and Jennifer Coolidge is amazing. I love how she doesn't really make a lot of movement in her anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like I love quite how static on screen. Most of the time, her hair is in front of her face, too. Yeah. But you feel like she's, she's very relatable. Yeah. I also like that she's getting a bit horny. I think, I mean, like, I'm happy whenever Jennifer Coolidge's character gets horny. Yeah, in any, for sure. In anything. I looked up, like, what her first thing was, like, what when her career started. And it was an episode of Seinfeld from 1993. Who does she play? I she's, feel like I remember it. She's the masseuse that Jerry dates that he wants right. to get a free massage from, but she never wants to give him a massage. Would you, okay, here, this is a question for Emma and Jessica. If you were a professional massage therapist, do you think you would give massages to your friends and partners? For free? Yeah. No, that's right? your job. That's your work. It's such a great premise for a show. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah. It'd be so horrible to have to come home and then just do your job. Yeah, you don't want to do any more of what you do at work when you come home. Oh, that's why, like, I don't take care of any of my own administrative needs. (laughs) I've done this all day. This pile of paperwork will have to wait until next year. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of jobs. Yeah, speaking of jobs. (laughs) What the fuck? I don't know what happened there. <laughs> speaking of dogs. I got distracted speaking by of something dogs. on my desk. <laughs> we will be speaking of dogs. Speaking of desks. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Steve Jobs, Emma, you've had some jobs. Yeah. Oh, nice segue. My main job 
my main job right now is I don't know. I guess it's online. My job is online. Being on your computer at all times? Yeah. How's that? Um, It's fine. I'm running social media for um, a couple different comedy things. Yeah. And then, yeah, with the Sunday service, I do the like technical stuff. So I'm like streaming from my computer and doing the chat moderation and picking suggestions and which you're very good at. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I try to like pick different people's suggestions because there's some people who watch every week and they give really good suggestions. And then sometimes like somebody, a name will show up that I don't recognize. And I'm like, okay, I like want to get that suggestion in, but it's like terrible (laughs) or it's just like not what they're looking for. Yeah. So I'll save it. I'll sit on some of them for a while. That's good, though. That's very considerate of you. I feel like it is an added level that didn't exist in the live show when I would go to the Sunday service. Yeah, it's usually just whoever like shouts the loudest. Yeah. Gets their thing in. Exactly. Who can be heard the loudest. (laughs) Um, But before uh, everything became virtual and we all used to actually go out into the world and purchase things in a retail customer service setting you also worked in that style of (laughs) job uh correct yeah um I worked at I work at a restaurant and I still work there oh really yeah so you worked there throughout the pandemic as well I worked there throughout the pandemic for a while um they shut down and then they reopened and then I I came back for like two weeks but COVID stuff was like really weird at that time And it was like constantly telling people to like, oh, could you please put your mask on before you get up to go to the bathroom? And mm. it's like just that like constantly. So I was like, wow. OK, I need, I need to take a break just because like there was no way for management to like make that happen. I don't know. It was just like impossible. So I, I was like, OK, the only thing I can control, like I can't yell at the manager for not doing better. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I can control is like me being here. So I don't want to be here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but now I'm back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Is it better? It's better. Yeah. Um, I have both of my doses. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Both doses. The dose. Double dose. The dose. The dose. The dose. We're all double dosed and it Nous feels great. The dose. I'm going to make it happen. The dose. This is the last thing I do. The dose. It sort of sounds like dodo. Ah oui, je suis un dodo. Je, je suis fait dodo. Oui, on va faire dodo. Fait dodo. Yeah, so this is what the podcast is like. Yeah. I just wanted to apologize in advance. You sound, like, you sound like customers that walk into the restaurant. Oh, yeah. A dodo. Dodo. Dodos. Uh, what kind of restaurant is it without giving away where you work? It's, uh, it's a fish restaurant. A fish okay. restaurant. Like, do you, are you being like coy and it's no pun intended? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I should die a slow death. Um, You should be a comedian. (laughs) uh, um, Is it a sushi restaurant? Is it? Okay, perfect. That's all I needed to know. I can figure it out from here. (laughs) Gotta go. I gotta start Googling. (laughs) It's probably like the first one that comes up when you Google Vancouver fish restaurant. Is it? Oh, the fish well, counter? We're not encouraging no. anyone. Okay. I wish. If it was the fish That's counter, the I would bike over care. and see you all the time and ring my bell until you came yeah. outside. I'd be like, give me a salmonito. Emma, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing? I'm scared to order fish. Can you tell me what to buy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to tell us like a story from 
one of these jobs that you've had outside of your creative and the, your career job? Technical comedy world? Yeah, I can tell I can tell you a story about okay, yeah, I can tell you a story about the fish the oh. fish place. The tell fish, us about the fish place. The fish restaurant. Um, okay, it's I guess it's like short. Uh, it happened a couple summers ago, and the way the system worked at this restaurant was they didn't have like uh, open table or what are the other you know the the restaurant like oh, reservation. Yeah, the reservation thing. Yeah, it was like the the guy who owned it. Uh, he made it himself. What his own reservation system? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Like it's ambitious. A, like a programmer. Yeah, like a programmer. Um, it was like always super buggy sometimes it would go offline uh the tables would just like do all this crazy stuff so that was stressful <laughs> and there was no like text you know how there's like you put your phone number into an ipad and then you know 30 minutes later you get the text that says come back and yeah, yeah. your table's, your ready. table's ready they didn't have that so it was like okay the wait list uh it just like would become like extremely long and then you lose track <laughs> and then you're looking for people and they're like nowhere to be found so everyone's always like super pissy about the wait and stuff and there was a guy with his family and they were like waiting to sit down. <laughs> this is going to be like every other restaurant <laughs> story. They were waiting to sit and then uh-huh. they didn't get to sit right away. So they were upset. Um, but the guy was like, he was really upset. He's like with his wife and daughter, maybe. And they were like really rude <laughs> saying like, how long is the wait? And then, you know, when people like just interrupt you and you're, yeah, you're like, trying to figure something out and then they ask you a question and as you're like trying to figure out the answer they start saying another thing <laughs> yes. and then you're like I just I I want to help you so badly um but so this I tell them like it's gonna be like however long and then there's a little seat that they can sit and wait at the seat and then the guy is like can I at least look at a menu while I'm waiting and then by this time they'd been there for like long enough that i was able to see them and I was like, yeah, I can give you a menu here, but like, if you want to just hang on for like two more seconds, I can take you to your table. Uh, so do you want to sit here and read it or do you want to sit at the table and read it, basically? <laughs> and he's like, well, are you a comedian? <laughs> wow. I'm like, no, I'm just like trying to be lighthearted, like, you know, you could sit here or you could come to your table. Like, I don't why you sorry came to the that, restaurant. <laughs> sorry that this is like being lost somewhere. Like, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm just like, what are you, a comedian? Well, it, but yeah, exactly like that. Like he's being all macho and then, you know, they're hangry. Right. And then like, but whatever. It's like, oh, haha, sorry. Like, I'm feeling terrible because I'm like, okay, this guy's going to like complain about me probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I take them to the table and as I'm like seating them and like giving them their menus and stuff, he's like, hey, yeah, just don't quit your day job. Oh, <laughs> okay. What an asshole. Has anyone ever said that to you? My I mean, mom. Yeah. She's not super supportive, though. I feel like that was a, f- <laughs> a, f- a f- like a saying that I heard a lot from my parents sort of like said as a joke though yeah. like he was like dead serious what a and you jerk. didn't say that you were a comedian no, no. so he's <laughs> he's just made this assumption because you made one nice what? comment and he's just gonna attack you and it's so frustrating to hear stories like this because if the owner would just fork out however much it costs for open table yeah yeah which you know would save you being harassed it's by so yeah it would make the angry entitled men 
of your interactions probably go up because everything would be more organized and it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. So the, they actually do have that system now. Oh, finally. <laughs> That's Since I've come back and it has actually improved because people are so happy to get a text. Yeah. They're so happy when they get back because they know the table is ready. Yeah. yeah. And it also clears up space. And like with pandemic yeah. stuff, like you want less people loitering around in the entrance. So, yeah. As you were telling the story, I could only picture um, this guy as Shane from White Lotus, who's like the, <laughs> the jerkiest guy who just wants to complain. And he's like, oh, my gosh, oh my I want to talk to your boss. No, that is that a just, perfect character. That just reminded me of something that happened this past week when I was there. Oh, do because tell. the guy looked like really he was that guy. Oh, wow. Um, it was it was like a group of three and they came in and I'm training a new hostess and they come in and I'm like, oh, just one second because I'm showing her how to do something or I'm updating. I'm just saying like, this is the next thing you need to do or whatever. And then I just one second. Very nice. Very polite. I don't like have my tattoos out when I work. I'm just like, oh, little <laughs> tiny meek. So nice. Okay. <laughs> Just one second. Tiny makes so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your wrestling name. <laughs> These fucking people, sorry for swearing. They you start love it. to swear. They start mm -hmm. going, they start doing the Jeopardy theme song. Oh my God. Singing out loud the what? Jeopardy. Do, 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 do. And I am like, gonna snap. I'm and gonna also, snap. Like, it's making it harder for you to concentrate <laughs> on what you're doing. So it's making it take longer for them. Yeah. So <sighs> what I did. Because I was like, I what like what am I supposed to do in this situation? Like, am yeah. I supposed to like yell at them and tell them to leave? And they're like so smug and whatever. And they're like laughing, like maybe they think it's a joke. So I'm like trying to be like, okay, maybe they like maybe I shouldn't yell at them because they maybe they just think they're being funny. So they are singing, and then I finish my thing with the girl, and then I keep singing the song, and I'm like <laughs> looking them straight in the eyes, just like singing it. the song. <laughs> Like, I will do this whole I thing. I will do it back to you. I will sing harmonies, yeah. motherfucker. Like, try um, me. Yeah. What did they, did they have a reaction? I mean, I think there was like maybe a little bit of shock, like <laughs> that I had the audacity to like do it back to them. They're like, she knows the song too? Yeah. And I just like made <laughs> them wait. That's my favorite like, show. She's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I made them wait another like 30 seconds or whatever. And Good. then just straight into like, do you have a reservation? Because we're full. Like, <laughs> yeah, get out. <laughs> I don't have time for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm saddened to know that people haven't learned anything about <laughs> no. treating service workers better. This whole pandemic hasn't been a learning experience for everyone. Um, watching White Lotus. Sorry, I know we're just going to talk about White Lotus so much <laughs> on the show. If if listeners have not seen it, it's an HBO show. It's very good. Uh, it's mm -hmm. created by Mike White. And there's this character on it who is just like never satisfied. And he's on his honeymoon but he just wants to pick a fight that like nothing's nothing's right and everything he he's wants a to horrible rich kid. yeah he's a mm -hmm. he's a privileged white man but the thing is the thing that like weirds me out so much i think his character's name is shane and um i'm just gonna double check because the actor who plays him i've only ever seen him playing like nice guy characters and other things he was in um the jenny slate movie obvious child where he was like a real good guy um, but in this show, he's the worst. I hate him. I want him to die. But his yeah, his character's <laughs> name is Shane. And it's just so weird because he looks and acts like almost identical to this guy I knew named Shane. And his last name was 
Jay can like bleep all this out, but it's just like almost the same name and it's like the same man. And it's like, oh, this is like everyone knows one of these men, I guess, or unfortunately more than one of these men. And it's like this cookie cutter man where like he's a monster and like he can't even see that his actions are making everyone else around him so uncomfortable and like driving them to drink and it's the worst but also his mom is played by molly shannon so that's (gasps) pretty great all right before we do any spoiler alerts for white lotus which everyone should watch and shane is awful yeah um i want to tell you guys about my trip to kits oh Mm -hmm. kits and i don't know if you're aware of this but uh, shoe store gravity pope has a bi-yearly sale and i fall for it twice a year (laughs) The first time I fell for it, I still have the shoes in the boxes. Um, oh, no. One pair needs to be stretched. I can't actually get my ankles into them. Um, it'll work out because the <laughs> shoe itself fits. But it's like they were made for like a, somebody with a much a narrower leg. And I am known for having beautiful legs. And this co- shoe company didn't see them coming. Um, <laughs> but I ordered a pair of boots. And I always choose pickup because delivery is like it's between $15 and $25. And it's... It's expensive, like, yeah. mm-hmm. considering there are two stores. I choose pickup. I choose pickup to Kits because Kits is fascinating. I don't live there. <laughs> I only lived there before it became full Kits like it is now. Um, so I biked along the seawall, which was beautiful. And I biked up uh, Maple and I was dripping in sweat. Yeah, and realized steep. I had, Yeah, I had to uh, park my bike because the streets were packed with people lined up for brunch. Oh, and wow. so when kids. Jessica said a few minutes ago, people don't want to loiter around waiting outside of a restaurant, but they do in kits. They did during <laughs> they did before the pandemic. They're doing it during the pandemic. They love it. Um, so I couldn't actually push my bike up the street. I had to lock it up and then walk a couple of blocks to the store. And it's just feels it. Oh, there's always different parts of town where it feels like the pandemic's not happening the same way mm-hmm. for other people. <laughs> And I have been to restaurants, you know, uh, cautiously, and I'm doing things in my own time. (laughs) But it was really surprising to see people back to back to back lined up. But my retail dream was the person at Gravity Pope. I picked up my boots and I was feeling kind of self-conscious about them because they're, I don't know, they're very, uh, they're cool boots for like a Frankenstein or something. And um, <laughs> and they're very chunky and black. And are they combat boots? No, they're not. Okay. I and I tried on Docs last summer, and I forgot. Like I remembered right away as soon as I put Docs on why I don't wear Docs. Like they don't work for me. I think they're they, I think they're classic. I think they're so nice, but they kill my feet. Like as soon mm-hmm. as I put them on, I was in searing pain. I was like, I don't know what it is about them. They just don't work <laughs> for me. I'm never gonna be that girl. And mm-hmm. when the clerk saw what I ordered, she's like, "These are the best boots." Oh my gosh, I regret not getting them. They're so cool. And I was like, you're so cool, 22-year-old. And I needed some some like mink oil, but I don't want to buy mink oil. And this is very like, you know, this is shitty because I'm buying leather boots, but mink oil is is unnecessary. And I was like, do you have a vegetarian option? And she got so excited and she sold me this like vegetarian shoe stuff. And I was like, I love you. And now it's like, great thing. I have a great new product. I don't have to support mink farming. I uh, didn't even know mink oil was, a th- I've never heard of that before. That's like a thing you're supposed to put on leather? Yeah, it's like a conditioning treatment and it has like some waterproof thing. But it's and oil it's like, from Yeah. Minks. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. And like when I first saw it, it never occurred to me that it was, it's like emu oil. Like that's also. oil from an emu. I don't yeah. know what these things, I don't like, I And they're not just like gently oil. squeezing the animal to get <laughs> a little bit of oil out of them. They're making they're them like sweat. Wiping their T-zones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like a little blotting paper and then they yeah. give them like a grape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So wow. it was uh, it was it was very exciting to remove like one more p- animal derived product. Minks have been really scarily affected by COVID. They carry it, they transmit it, and there's a lot of mink farms in BC. And the SPC is trying to get them shut down. And I think that is great. So yeah, it was just cool, and it always feels cool as a woman in her 40s when someone in their 20s thinks that you've made a good choice. You're like, really? Is this okay? <laughs> Which jeans do I wear with these, though? Yeah. What What should I listen to? Tell me your favorite. <laughs> what music should I listen to when I wear these boots? Is Billy Joel still cool? <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes. Oh, uh, he's always 22 be cool. year old. Yeah, and then I fought my way back down t- to my bicycle, and on the way, I went into one of those hair, those, like, less expensive hair places, Zenkai or whatever. There's one on South Granville, and you go in and buy, like, hair products for 5% less than you would pay at the hairdresser. Oh, yeah, the places with all the hairbrushes in the window. Yeah, and then I got a really nice new conditioner. So it was a nice. really good trip to Kits. And, Your hair uh, looks great. Yeah, it was getting really crunchy, so... And she was wearing an outfit and then she complimented me on my outfit and she was in her 20s. And I was like, this is great. And she's like, your hair looks so good. And I was like, thanks. It was a big change for me. She's like, yeah, that's and she thought it was colored. And that's happened a few times, too, where oh. people are like, oh, you've done this on purpose. And I'm like, no, this is not on purpose. It's all natural. <laughs> your body did it on purpose. So that's my story. I love visiting kids because it's such a different world from where I live and different lifestyle. And it's it's so pretty and so quaint. And at the same time. So wild and awful. <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. strange thing about kits is that like if you like look through the history books and see what it was like in the sixties, it's like literally become the opposite of what it started out as. Like it used to be like it was like a hate Ashbury for Vancouver. So it's like where if you would run away to Fourth Avenue, it was like, oh, no, like we've lost our our child to the hippies. I just remember I watched this like little short documentary about like the summer of love or whatever in Vancouver. And they they were interviewing this guy who was a sandal maker on Fourth Avenue. And he was just like talking about how. He's like, everything, everything is art. Like you don't have, sometimes I make a pair of sandals and you don't have to pay me money. You can just sing me a song or read me a poem. And I was like, where is this guy now? He's sitting on like millions and billions of dollars of housing. Well, probably not because if he was selling sandals for a song or a poem, I don't know how you can invest that. But it's just wild to see how that's what it was and now it's become it's it went from like hippie to yuppie to whatever it is now and it's just yeah it's so the opposite it's strange and it like because I I used to take piano lessons when I was a kid like in the 90s there and it was still a lot more hippie-ish then so I remember like probably the tail end of that before it turned into like yoga mom central or whatever it is yeah, I mean, everything was ruined by Chip Wilson. Let's just state a fact, not back <laughs> it up. And that's what I like to do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare, a dream, or an experience to share with the well, listeners? 
I have a very recent one that you know about because I was just texting you about. <laughs> um, I love this stuff. I live for it. It's so weird. I am, as a customer, this is not a, uh, I have not had a retail job in a very long time or any job for that matter. But I was trying to buy a chair today and I was like, oh, look on Facebook Marketplace, which I've never done before. <laughs> like I've, I remember when they introduced that option and I was like, that's just Craigslist. But with Facebook, like they made <laughs> Craigslist worse. But I was like, I'll, I'll check all my options. I found this chair. It was in Fort Langley, kind of within my price range. Looks okay. And I was like, okay, I could do this. I'm going to Langley tomorrow. Fort Langley's just a little further. I can make this work. I messaged the person. She responded immediately, which I was like, whoa, this is a good sign. Asked for a little bit more details because like in the posting, it was like, oh, there's a bit of wear on the back, but there was no picture of the back. So I was like, can I see, can I see that wear? <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, that's not bad. That's fine. And then I was like, cool, I'm going to be like, I'll be in Fort Langley tomorrow. Like, is that cool? And she was like, we only do picture viewings. We don't allow like in person. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, what if we don't like the chair? And so it was just like, I'd, I'd, having never used Marketplace, I was like, oh, is this like how it works? Like you pay ahead of time before you see the thing. And then so... <laughs> I texted Alicia to be like, is this how this works? Because I know that she has a bit more experience with that. And she was like, I think this is a red flag. And she double checked with her neighbor who has even more Facebook marketplace experience. And the neighbor was like, yeah, get out of there. Don't send that person money. What a waste of your time. Like, a waste. What a fucking waste of your time. To also, be like, it's Fort Langley. Like, for our listeners who are not from... It's like a 45-minute drive. Vancouver. Like, it's also a very small, tiny suburb, which I doubt someone else is going to, like, snatch up that chair before tomorrow, which is when I would come take a look at it and most likely have bought it. Yeah, that's so weird. So they wanted they wanted you to send money before yeah. coming to pick it up. And then pick it up. But I was like, but what if I didn't want it? Yeah. So I was just like, oh, okay, that's what a weird thing. Like, I most likely would have bought it. Like, it was just sort of like a an office chair that was vintage. Yeah. But it's like the sort of thing that if you're paying... It was like $145. And I was like, okay, if I'm paying $145 for something, I want to make sure that like, it's comfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> all I want to do is let Jay sit on it and be like, okay, yeah, this would work. That's all. And she was just like, you know, we sell a lot of stuff. And then I looked at her other listings and she, I was like, mm, I don't think you do. <laughs> I think this is a lie. And also, I don't know, some of the listings had been up there for a really long time. So I was like, it's not like you know, this is going to get snatched up by someone else if I don't get it. So I was just like, you're bad at selling things. This is weird. Or maybe it's, a scammer. Who knows? It's super weird. Yeah. I always check to see if they have like a profile picture. And then if you're in like a message thread with them, you can view their profile. But yeah, yeah. it is limited. So yeah, they look like a real person. They had a bunch yeah. of friends, but I was like... <laughs> Must be nice. I don't know. Friends. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, you whoa. know, like people who have like thousands of Facebook friends and you're like, oh, like you really use Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. OK. I remember like I got to a certain amount of Facebook friends and I was like, I, it's like not like Pokemon. Like I don't need to be friends <laughs> with like every single person I've ever seen in the world. And then I, I mean, I don't use Facebook anymore, but I just remember being like, I have photos on here from like 
10 years ago or more. And I don't need like some random person I met at a show on tour in like Louisiana to be seeing pictures of me when I'm in like second year university. That's weird. So <laughs> oh, I, just, I didn't realize they went back that far. I'm going to look. I um, think I got Facebook in 2006. That's okay. when. Yeah. Which is wild to think about because it's 2021 now. So it's been like 15 years. It'll be 15 years in December, I think. It's weird that it's been such a huge part of our life for the past 15 years. I mean, it hasn't been a very big part of my life for <laughs> for many years. Which I mean, is nice, culturally. Yeah, no. And yeah. like social yeah. media in general. Yeah, for sure. is like how, how we all connect. You've been yeah. taking a break from social media. <laughs> um, how we all connect. La, 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 la. Um, <laughs> have you been have you been enjoying it? The break from Instagram? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I can't deal with it. Yeah. It makes me really anxious. And as a like a hyper visual person with a big imagination and a huge heart, every post being about how horrible things are, which are facts, um, it was weighing really heavily on me. And it also feels like this weird echo chamber where For sure. it's just very like minded friends all shouting about these horrible things happening mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just the helplessness of it all. So I needed to kind of take a step back, but I found myself still reaching for my phone a lot, but then having nothing to do on it. <laughs> like I just like, would check my Gmail. Like, oh yeah, you need games. Yeah, you gotta get, get some, some games. games on there. <laughs> I watched a lot of TV, um, but no, I felt better. I felt more relaxed. And then when I was back at work today, and you know, I answer questions on social and deal with complaints all day long, and my anxiety went right back up. So mm-hmm. I'm good. It's good to take a break from yeah, it because sure. I'm uh, probably like Emma, like I'm just on the computer so much. Yeah. So yeah, I recommend stuff. it to, if you think it bothers you, it probably does. I kept posting pictures on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, Hey guys, look, I'm just saying, you guys have any pictures to show me? I got pictures. You guys have any pictures? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> like some people I know use, use Twitter, like it's Instagram and vice versa. And it's just sort of like, Everyone uses it differently. It's funny. I saw a cat today that I wanted to tell you about, Jessica. Yeah. And I want to give you the coordinates via text so you can meet this oh, cat. Oh, yeah. Do you uh, um, Do you like cats, Emma? Yeah, I love cats. So you there's this cat. Like, oh. Yeah, her name is Squeaky. Squeaky. That's a good name. Um, there's a Siamese, like a Burmese or Siamese long hair in my neighborhood. And uh, today I heard this big like kerfuffle and it was just the cat scaling a fence to sit oh, on the fence <laughs> and I got up on the fence and just watched us it was so cute Hank did Hank knows that the cat is there but he's never seen the cat because he's really good at hiding and we've been walking past the cat for two years and oh wow so soft looking just one day I want to meet him without Hank yeah you got to give me those coordinates and then I'll I'll come by without a dog yeah um should we do a segment yeah. Is it time for grandfather reaction? I think it might be. Okay. I can't wait. Say that works a dream. Hey, Nana. 
This is a very popular segment for a listener. If you've never heard this before, this is where I show our guest and unfortunately Alicia, because <laughs> she's seen this so many times. I'm sure she's sick of it. A photo of my grandfather from, I'm going to say 1989. Like it was a very long time ago. Uh, he's also no longer with us. It's him next to another person. And uh, we just let our guests react to it as they would naturally react to seeing such an image here we go i look at a lot of oh <laughs> I, look, I look at a lot of fucking like in, weird internet stuff this is, this is quite not not what i was expecting this no. is from the dark web um <laughs> this is dark web <laughs> yeah this is i'm sorry you're gonna be put on a watch list now uh okay Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So this is where I come from. This is my DNA. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. What to say? I mm. mean, just say what's in your heart or say, you don't even have to say anything. You I want to take his hat off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to, I mean, I want to burn his hat. <laughs> I don't know. The fedora is, he was probably wearing a fedora <laughs> in the 80s, like since, what was it? It was like. The 60s are when people stopped wearing hats. I think up until then, like part you were like fully dressed with you had your hat on. But then wasn't it like JFK was the first president to not wear a hat? And then everyone was like, oh, you don't have to wear a hat anymore. But I'm pretty sure my grandpa never stopped. I didn't know that about hats. Yeah. I mean, it was fashion, too. It wasn't just JFK. I think he was a trendsetter. though. <laughs> Sorry, mm -hmm. what were you going to say? Well, you have to take your hat off at the theater. Um, I was That's just going to say... Um, it looks like if you like take off his hat, like his like his arms and legs will pop off, like he's yeah. like a doll or something. Yeah, like they're all connected to sort yeah. of like a little like uh, elastic in the <laughs> exactly. middle or something. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. That's probably not too far off from uh, what his internal makeup was. So for our listeners, if you want to see this image that we are looking at, you can hit up our Patreon. <laughs> um, if for some reason you do not have the funds to donate to our Patreon and you still want to see this picture, just uh, let me know and I'll send it to you because I don't want to deprive anyone. No, you got to see this. It really gets the this, juices flowing. Yeah, this magical moment. I think that like the, in my last few years of fertility, this ruined it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I had like I probably could have squeezed out a kid had yeah. you not started doing this segment. This is a powerful birth control, this image. Yeah, it kills. Yeah. Ovum. If you are attracted to men, this will put a stop to that. Um, yeah, bad dude. Bad dude uh, overall. Bad dudes overall, my grandpa and Freddy Krueger. The side-by-side, -side, like, softens it. Yeah, that's true. It adds it adds a little, you know, levity to it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. yeah, it would be scarier, I think, without the Freddy Krueger, for sure. But, yeah, every time I look at this, I... I want to rewatch uh, Nightmare on Elm Street because it's scary. Been a long There's so many of them, though. How many? I don't know. I will ask the internet. Okay, I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Bye. Thank Bye. you for showing me that. Oh, thank you. I, for I have listened to the podcast before, and I'm always like, hmm. What? 
does that wonder. look like? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very popular segment. <laughs> um, grandfather reaction. How many Nightmare on Elm Street movies are there? 14? Are there? What? I'm guessing 14. Okay, what do you I guess, Emma? You that. Oh, yeah. Have you seen them, Emma? No. No. No, I I'm saw. A baby. I, have, I have seen at least one when I was little. It scared me. I remember they would do like uh, marathons of them on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so I've seen the first one maybe a couple times. You know, you'd be like flipping through channels and you'd be like, oh, they're on the third one. And it would be like, what's happening? I know there's one called Dream Warriors or something. OK, there it looks he's like there's a dream seven. Guy. Yeah, he's a dream ghost. He can show up in your dreams. And uh, if you die in your dream, you die for real. But that's real. I'm counting nine. There's nine? Okay. (laughs) I just remember there's one that starts on a school bus and it's really weird. And it's just like because it's in dreams, the like laws of physics and reality don't really apply. So like there's a part in a movie where a woman's like standing in front of a door and she's like waving at someone and you think it's like, oh, everything's going to be fine. And then someone reaches their hand through like the little basically like peephole window in the door and like pulls her through the door. And I remember being like, what? If that can happen, like anything can happen. (laughs) I think they're like a box office success as well, which is pretty shocking. Oh, yeah. Just looking at the numbers, they're huge. I think there was it was in the time where like people would go to see a movie because they heard there was like a boob in it. <laughs> so that's, that's why, why I go. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm watching. If you want to see White boobs, Lotus. watch Woodstock 99. Oh, yeah. Well, Woodstock uh, 69. <laughs> oh, Woodstock 99 has got way my more boobs. Porn. My porno parody of Woodstock 99. <laughs> so what, what? there was like another Woodstock that happened. There's two more. There was one in 1994 and then there was one in 1999. But there was something just this week where like Fred Durst was there. Oh, that was um, Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza in Chicago. And there was like thousands of people and no one was wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, I wish I right. was there. Yeah. Yeah, and then everyone went wild for Fred Durst's costume. Uh, I mean, I appreciate Fred Durst on a whole nother level now that I've seen his film, The Fanatic. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, right. <laughs> the worst movie, perhaps, uh, ever seen, which uh, I watched with Emma. <laughs> yeah. And then we immediately <laughs> were like, we need to wipe our memories what? clean. <laughs> that was such a... Just yeah, all around uncomfortable experience. Was that the night that you curated a playlist? Was I that did. the same night? Yeah, because yeah. afterwards I was like, I just need to cleanse the palate. And so I was like, let's listen to, I don't know, like 80s pop music. Or like, I think I was like, you've got to see the music video for Starships. Nothing's going to stop us now. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like so triumphant and like positive feeling the opposite of the fanatic I think they're considered one of the worst bands of all time starship yeah uh, i don't no, know it's, like not by me by music critics really i yeah. mean they were i mean they were originally jefferson airplane and then they became jefferson starship so they were like popular in the 60s and then also in the 80s and i guess probably the 70s the boomers too. just never let go of power like yeah. the only way to get rid of them is six feet and a shovel. What I think is sorry, cool. dad, not you live forever. Yeah, no, you're immune. What I think is cool about that song and Starship is that like Grace Slick was like 50 or like 49 or something when they made that music video. And she was like the oldest 
pop star, like female pop star at the time. Like she broke some sort of record and I was like, that rocks. That is really cool. Yeah. I don't know. I like that song. I think it's really good. I also think that I was obsessed with it. I thought it was the best song ever. It might be like I want to do it at karaoke and a duet. It would be so fun. And they did. We built this city too as, yeah. as well, right? Yeah. I mean, that one's not as much my favorite, but I think in the if you watch the music video for Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now, there's a guitar player who does a solo and he's like really mugging for the camera and he's making some like really goofy faces. And every time I watch it, I just see it as Emmett Hall, former. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like a bit too shy to tell Emmett that because I don't want him to be like offended to be like, I can't believe you think that guy looks like me, but I'm like, no, he's cool. (laughs) This this reminds me of a character you would do. Exactly that. And he would be so excited and then he would do it for you. I miss Emmett. Where is Emmett? I love that guy. He's on the island. He's got to go back to the island. He's on the island from Lost. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, so our next segment is the demon oh, segment. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Freddy Krueger, dream mm-hmm. demon. So he can go into your dreams and, you know, give you terrible nightmares. But that's just one kind of demon. There's so many different <laughs> kinds of demons out there and so many that we haven't even discovered yet. So, Emma, if you could be a demon, what kind of demon would you be? If you were a demon, what kind of demon would you be? Would you have a horn? Can you tell it to me? could be a demon i would be a giant red puppy and my name would be clifford oh. i would be clifford puppy. <laughs> okay a great demon clifford is a fully a demon is a de- have you seen the trailer for the new movie i've just no. seen the images and it's so terrifying it's like that's a, a hellhound yes yeah exactly it's like the the aspect ratio the proportions are off he's he's too big and it looks like he's like glowing red yeah. like there was some sort of like it sounds just like the book though but that's like cartoonish this is like yeah it was uh, an illustration yeah and that's like when i think of clifford yeah. i think of i mean when i think of clifford i think of martin short in the movie clifford because i love it so much. <laughs> but but when i think of the big red dog clifford i think of like the book drawing or like the animated show okay so i've just looked it up and i want to i want to agree with you <laughs> yeah that this is awful and it's so scary it's like someone dipped a golden retriever in blood yeah. and it's radioactive <laughs> in the trailer he like there's like people in those giant plastic balls and then he like goes because he's a puppy and he chases the ball and like i don't know i guess he kills them like <laughs> yeah like shakes them <laughs> and from he side eats to side. like another I, he like eats another dog it's like what? it's disturbing but i would be that demon yeah because okay. he can't be controlled and i can't be controlled and you'd be huge and you could like i crush would be people. a huge red demented puppy 
It's really scary, but guys. you're still kind of cute, though. Like yeah. technically, yeah. Wow, what <laughs> happened? It's my one of my like absolute favorite books. Oh no! Really? <laughs> yes, of course. It was a dog, and it was an extra large one. You can never watch this movie. I never um, watch stuff like they this. They talk about when they released like the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. They right. everyone was like, "Oh, it's so terrifying!" And then they redid the CGI and made the teeth different and like the the quills or hair or whatever like different where is the reaction to clifford like redo it make it cuter make it less scary jessica if you were a demon what kind of demon would you be i would be a big puppy no Um, (laughs) i mean i guess i already sort of am big puppy i'm big puppy um i would be the original sonic the hedgehog before they fix the cgi (laughs) okay teeth were really pointy and like the eyes were just like soulless i mean i I think that movie was good. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think everyone agreed with me, but I thought it was really funny and way better than it. I thought it was going to be. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for the sequel where they introduce tales. Um, but no, I, d- I made a drawing years ago. I think it was like 2017 or something when I was in Japan on tour and we were being driven from show to show we had like not much to do and so I was just drawing things from memory I also didn't get any sort of data for my phone so I was like okay who should I draw (laughs) and people would just name like draw this draw the Beatles draw this and so I was trying to draw everything from memory and someone said draw Sonic Um, and my drawing of Sonic was pretty demented Um, so I would be that version of Sonic so yeah just like an off-brand hedgehog Mm -hmm. who's like I'm pretty fast (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> and, and I collect just random bits of jewelry, not necessarily gold rings, but just like anything gold plated is fine too. like an old cameo. Yeah. Or just like an old can, like a crushed up can. If it's if it's sparkly, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. But then if you bump me, I barf it all up. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. But I'm again, I'm not that fast. I'm just kind of fast. You're faster. Yeah. But like. Yeah, if you drop something, I'll probably come and eat it. That's th- that's what I do. Like what a fork, like you're at the restaurant and the fork slides off. The I mean, table. if I'm if I'm sauntering past, yeah. <laughs> so watch out, fish restaurant. <laughs> um, what about you, Alicia? Um, I would be a demon that turns your cucumber from a solid <gasps> fresh cucumber in the plastic to a liquefied moldy mush. No, Goo. yeah, you're Goo like tube. I, Oh, you would be, I would be the, the spirit that enters the fridge when you think that you have a fresh cucumber and you don't know what that smell is. And then you find <laughs> out and I then you have to, com- you have to compost it or sneak it into the garbage and feel guilty forever. Yeah. Thankfully it hasn't happened to me for a long time, but it was happening pretty, pretty regularly before I got my shit together and figured out like you need to use that ASAP I ordered some cucumber today and one of them is already mushy at the tip really? and I was like oh fuck did you hear okay I found I found my drawing of Sonic here it is oh that's beautiful oh good and so then I drew the thumbs up tails. oh I like the other one too yeah I drew tails just sort of like <laughs> looks like a, a weird duck dog I don't know um did you hear though, like a couple weeks ago, the internet was all the discourse was about like everyone's been storing their cucumbers wrong. Did you no. see that? Mm-mm. Do you see that, Emma? No. 
Apparently, you're not supposed to put them in the fridge because that oh. makes them go bad faster. They don't like to be cold, hmm. apparently. Oh, I but, can test it out with this weird one. I mean, check the videos. There was a there was a person in the video who seemed to be like they were an expert on on cucumber storage and care. And uh, it's supposed to be like that for tomatoes as well. There's not supposed yeah. to be in the fridge. And I think they are somehow related, maybe same family. Um, but I just know that in my apartment that if I left a cucumber out on the counter, it would definitely go bad. <laughs> so I don't think cucumbers and tomatoes are related because tomatoes are a nightshade. There's some some sort of connection, I feel like. Because like, okay. uh, sure. I don't tell know. Tell me everything. Maybe I, I'm wrong. Cucumber. I know that <laughs> <laughs> cucumbers are related uh they're from the cucurbiaceae family Mm. i don't know i don't understand latin (laughs) i don't have enough room on my kitchen counter to put my cucumbers and tomatoes out me neither kidding i I have the tiniest kitchen as well anything like it's funny i remember a couple weeks ago uh my mother lorna came with me to a place that I was cat sitting. And it like in my mind, it was like a pretty big apartment that was like a pretty great layout. It was like a two bedroom apartment. And my mother was looking around at all the stuff in the kitchen. And she was like, oh, it's so funny. Everything's so small. All the appliances are so small. And I was like, what? (laughs) And it was hilarious. (laughs) You know, the kettle was only like four cups or something. And I was like, I don't know, like one adult lives here. How big does everything need to be? Like what? It was just so weird. Like it's a generational thing. Like I don't have any space for any gadgets. So I just like no room for an air fryer. Sorry. I converted like a piece of furniture into kitchen storage. It was the best thing. Like I used to have books in it and oh, now it, now it's just for like a bl- my blender and now you eat your books. You blend your books and you make a delicious paper smoothie. Yeah, I just smoothie. burnt them. I just took them out into the alley. I burnt them. It was mostly Bibles. Um, <laughs> so this brings us to the end of the podcast, except for we have to do Papo of the Week. Yeah. So Pepper Emma. Papo of the Papo. It's in town. You got a dog or a cat. <laughs> Papo of the Week. And my Papo is... Uh, squeaky squeaky tell me yeah. everything i want to know more about this cat i've only seen a few photos and i'm like if i had a cat this beautiful i would be plastering it all over there she, she doesn't want anyone beautiful. to steal her you're well, like i appreciate your self-control <laughs> she is very beautiful she has really big eyes and yeah. she doesn't really meow she just kind of makes the little peep sound and Aww. she just opens her mouth and just a little tiny squeak comes out. So adorable. Yeah. How old is what she? What kind of a cat is she? <laughs> so many questions. Sorry. Yeah. So many questions. Um, she's like a little gray tabby cat and mm, she has like best. a big butt and big belly and <laughs> the best. Mm. Mm. Just want to grab her and squish her. Um, what was the other question? How, how old is she? How old is she she's or like how long two? have you been together? Well, she is my boyfriend's cat first, so she's like part of the family. Wait, does she like it. you better? <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes. I think there's like different situations. Like usually he will feed her and then I will like give her brushes. Oh, okay. So she comes to me for the brushes and she oh, comes. that's nice. When I come out of the bathroom in the morning, she comes up to me and sits on my feet. Oh, cute. So sweet. Yeah. A little yeah. foot warmer. <laughs> that's adorable. 
I love it. So lucky. I hope to meet this cat one day, IRL. Um, I am going to meet a cat IRL tomorrow that I'm so excited about. Uh, my aforementioned mother, Lorna's cat, I'm meeting for the first time tomorrow, and I can't wait. What's that cat's name again? Smokey. Right. They were going to call it Snoopy, but they decided to keep the name that it came with, Smokey. And yeah, this is like, I don't, I don't even remember how long it's been since she adopted him. Springtime, I'm guessing. So it's been a very long time to know that I have a sibling, a family member that I haven't actually met. Are you going to bring Smokey a treat? I was thinking of bringing him those little like plastic springs, you know, that cats yes. seem to love. But then I was I don't know that. They're what like, is that? they're like, you can get like a pack of six or 10 of them or whatever for probably like very cheap at pet stores or dollar stores or whatever. And they're just little like coiled pieces of plastic. It's like a loose slinky basically. And they just love playing with them. They love how they move. And I mean, most cats wind up getting them stuck under the stove <laughs> or the couch or whatever. Um, yeah. I know several cats who really love them, but then also part of me was like, I don't want to buy more plastic and bring more like junk into the world. So that I, I have would... a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Art- and artisanal a... springs. Um, you could get those um, <laughs> upcycled sardines, oh, yeah. the dried sardines. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. They're healthy. They don't have any added salt and, and I can eat one too. You could actually, I think they are fine for humans. Human just... grade. Yeah. And, Cats and dogs love them. That's so, true. That's a good idea. Be such a nice treat for him. That's true. And he'll love me forever if I have like stinky sardine hands. Yes. Be careful what you put the sardines in. I've learned some lessons around fabric. I will not stick them in my butt crack. Um, mm, no, don't. <laughs> I thought it would be a fun place to hide them. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also <laughs> dismantle my couch and just bring some heavy duty springs <laughs> anyway i guess that's my like um pre preempted preemptive puppo future puppo yeah yeah that's great when we, we can get an update on the next podcast yeah it, it's gonna happen i'm very excited i'm excited for you your little brother i know he's eight yeah he's just a little guy he's an old man <sighs> yeah hopefully not hopefully he's one of those cats that's around yeah for a long 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 time but he basically looks like grumpy cat that's like what kind of cat he is i guess i don't know he doesn't have as like smushed a face but Mm -hmm. he's yeah he's a very photogenic looking cat so i'm sure you'll be seeing pictures on the internet come tomorrow or if you're listening to this a few days ago sounds amazing what about you alicia who's your puppo my puppo is hank i love him so much um his leg is bugging him and i'm not sure if it's from our big walk on Saturday or if it's when something else happened. So he's kind of acting a little bit silly, a little bit like needy, but he, I keep waking up and he's, he's curled up in a little ball right beside me. Like I think what happens is he waits for the house to cool down and then he sneaks back up because he falls asleep at the foot of the bed and he sneaks up during the night when I'm fast asleep and he cuddles and because he's recently had his hair cut, there's nothing left of him. So he's really like, he's the size of a, a cat yeah, with long legs. Oh, he's quite so small. Funny, yeah. yeah. And he's maybe just like this big. Like, he's so tiny. <laughs> and uh, he loves squeaky toys. Jessica knows this. And my neighbor gave him a bacon ball. It's some sort of like hard to find, but brand name ball for dogs. And it's supposed to be scented like bacon, but it's latex and it squeaks. 
And that's the ideal toy for Hank. These $4 or $5 toys have outlived the Swedish puzzle I bought him and all yeah. the other things. So they gave Hank this ball and he cherishes it. He takes it on all of his walks. It's bright pink. Looks great. And he's so well behaved when he has a ball on his walks. And when he doesn't, he like barks at everybody that he doesn't like. And um, my neighbor upstairs who has this huge dog, Reggie, Reggie's met the bacon ball one day and fell in love with it. And Ali tried to find something similar for him and came back with a squeaky chicken. And Hank saw the chicken yesterday and he had the squeaky ball and his mind could not handle it. And he would not let Reggie have his chicken. He would not let Reggie have the squeaky ball. And today after work, I took him outside for some fresh air. And he heard the squeak from Reggie's apartment, like three floors up. And then he just sat completely upright, staring at their window, crying for the squeaky chicken. Oh, oh my God. Worshipping his new idol. Yeah. And just like, Hank has so much personality. He's got a lot going on. Not a lot going on. One of my friends asked if if she could just babysit him today. And nice. I was like, what? He gets invited nowhere. <laughs> of course you can. I mean, no one gets invited anywhere these days. It's true. That's true. So that he's my papo. He's my papo for life. I love him so much. Amazing. Uh, also, Alicia, happy almost birthday. Oh, thank you. We're even closer. We're now an hour closer to it being your birthday. That's Less true. Than four hours, it will be your birthday. I, I used to ask my mom when I was born, so I, so my friends who were into astrology could tell me more about my astrological sign, but I don't know when I was born. She mm. can't remember, and I think that's fair. Yeah. I just asked my mom recently what time, and she was like, I don't know, at night. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. stressful having a baby. I yeah. was, <laughs> Lorna always says 10.44 p.m., like she knows it so well. Uh, recently, I, I guess it still, has it rained yet? Or has no, it not rained? No, not really. It's going to rain know? this weekend, though. Do we know how many days we're at? <laughs> I, I Last time I checked was a, almost a week ago, and it was 40 days. It was 45 <sighs> the last time I saw, and that was a few days ago. The reason why I know is because Lorna was saying that this summer reminds her of the summer that I was born because she said th- that was, I think, 53 days without rain. It was very hot. And I think that was only, at that point, the second... It wasn't like the record for the longest day, but it was the second or the second driest summer. And I was like, how does she remember that? Like, it's almost 35 years ago. Like, I'm going to be 35 in a few weeks. And I love that she's like, it was 53 days. And I'm like, you little dork, Lorna. <laughs> That's so sweet, though. She also, when she like went into labor with me or when her water broke, the day that she had me, she was on her hands and knees washing the kitchen floor, like oh scrubbing gosh, it. And she was related. canning peaches because she was she was a week overdue. And she was like, I just got to get this baby out of me. It's too hot. So she did a bunch of like, I'm pretty sure yeah. you're not supposed to do that. I don't think uh, that's not an endorsement if you are pregnant. But yeah, I, I think I've definitely inherited some of that. What year were you born, Jessica? 1986. So it was 41 days between July 18th and August 27th. Of no no rain? No rain. And we're now at 49 days. Oof. If you don't count the tiny bit of rain that we had on the weekend, I'm not sure if it counts. Maybe 53 was like the longest one. Yikes. I didn't notice any rain. Jay thought it was raining for like it one second. It was a thunder, thunder clap and then it rained lightly for about five minutes. That was me burping and then <laughs> pissing. Yeah, I wish it was pissing. Anyways, <laughs> it's it's 826. We could talk about piss. If we get onto it, we'll never stop. So 
Emma. People want to f- absorb you. <laughs> some if, sort yeah. Of. What about the the comedy accounts that you are are running? Um, you can talk to me through. Hmm. I guess you can talk to me through. Uh, not even a show clips. Uh, it's the prank phone call channel that my boyfriend has. Yeah, I run the social media for that. Nice. Uh, you can also watch uh, Folklords uh, sketch comedy. I am working with them this summer with their social media and Sunday service. Of course, always. I love talking to people in the chat. So that's Sunday nights at nine o'clock just on YouTube. And all the all the um, previous shows are archived on there in playlists, right? Yeah. So if you go into playlists, there's all the shows with Paul F. Tompkins. There's the shows. There's all the space play shows. Which is amazing. Which is very exciting. There's been so many and so many unintentional space play episodes. Or like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird calling them episodes because I never used to think of the Sunday services being episodes when I would see it live. But it's yeah, it's funny. It is. It is now it's episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> it's been one of the things throughout the pandemic that has like basically helped Jay and I not only like keep our mental health in the in the positive uh, side of the matrix, but also like track the weeks <laughs> and the days to be like, oh, it's Sunday. Like, and it's been so great. Such a such a delightful addition to have you be a part of it. So thank, thank you. you. Yeah, I look for forward to it every week. It's yeah. very fun. That's how we keep track of time. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. It's like our calendar. It's like the moon, watching the moon. Mm-hmm. Alicia, if people want to buy your book. I mean, why bother? But if you want to cool. buy it, uh, you can. It's called So Your Little Sad, So What? Um, it's almost been out for two years. It'll be two years in October. Holy shit. It's time so flies. weird. Yeah, like really wish I had had some sort of oracle to tell me not to publish a book the year of a pandemic. We all, <laughs> we all wish we had. That I mean, oracle. there's a lot of things I would wish long before the, my own success. Um, yeah, Keanu Reeves to be my special friend, <laughs> even just a friend. Yeah, like he's such a lovely man. Even if I just got to like smell, <laughs> I bet he smells really nice. I bet he smells like leather. <laughs> I think he smells like like leather like and mink like a, oil. And cigarettes, a oh. little bit of cigarette. Yeah. It's probably like nice face cream. I bet he smells a little bit like weed too. Does he smoke weed? I think probably. I don't know. I mean, why not? He seems like so (laughs) chill. I don't know. Yeah, I like hope he does. He's friendly. so cute. He's, he just seems like a nice guy. Anyway, we're going to stop being creeps now. Sorry, Canu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we know you love us. Um, we know that you're a person. Um, if you want to see the picture of my grandfather, and sure, why not? I'll put up my terrible drawing of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, head over to our Patreon page. Uh, Patreon, what's it called? Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares. The newest volume of our podcast soundtrack will be available featuring hits such as potato business music and (laughs) how clean is your bowl? If you want to buy a tote bag or other merch, go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com and uh, watch the music video for Bongo Dance. Why not? Why not? Why not? If I play Bongo Dance during Sunday service, will we get copyright claimed? Oh, probably because it's on Mm. Spotify and like Apple Music and stuff. I'll play it at like 0.5 speed. Yeah, do like a chopped and screwed. (laughs) Yeah, 
I give you permission for that. Thank you. Um, there's probably some way we could make it so the licensing works. I mean, you know, the head of licensing at the our record label, so we could make it happen. But also the world has probably heard Bongo dance enough. No, never enough. What are you talking about? It's going to happen live one of these days. So that's exciting. That's I wanted to, to, to get excited about something. And then I realized I misread the temperature for tomorrow. It's going to be oh, no. really mm. fucking hot again. Oh. <laughs> okay, Emma, it was so lovely to meet you again. Please come yeah. back. Um, Thank you so much. I'm going to I'm going to find out where you work and then make a reservation. Um, <laughs> Jessica, it's always a joy to see you. Thank you. You too. Happy almost birthday. I don't know why, but this year doesn't feel like a both day. Okay, happy unbirthday. <laughs> to our listeners, thank you so much. We love you. Don't forget to wear a mask inside public places, even though you might feel like a freak if you're in the U.S. Just stay safe because we care about you and everybody else. Okay, bye. We love you all. Bye-bye. Mwah. Bye. Bye.